Hi, and welcome to the Money Quest Live podcast. I'm your host, Simon Dean. The Money Quest Live podcast talks to our network of franchisees and business partners to hear about their stories and to discover how they are building their business to thrive. Welcome. Hi, my name is Simon Dean, and today the Money Quest Live podcast shares with you the interview from the captain's table and the captain, Tim Donahue. The captain talks to Chris Zhang from MoneyQuest Burwood and explores how he is growing his business. Be sure to listen to the end to hear a summary of the key takeaways from the interview. Welcome, the captain. For another edition of uh, The Captain's Table. So it's over to you, uh, Captain. Thank you, Admiral. Admiral Ross. <laughs> And hello, everyone, again. Uh, welcome to the first sitting of the Captain's Table for 2021. Great to have you all on board. And uh, as we did last year, periodically, uh, the, the, the Captain will host a number of our MoneyQuest family members who are doing great things and have got an interesting story to tell. So our, our first guest at the table this year is uh, a young man who joined MoneyQuest last year and uh, started up the... Uh, the, the franchise in the Burwood district in Melbourne and is uh, another one of our young guns who is really doing some great things very quickly and has made his mark uh, very noticeably with some outstanding results over the past few months uh, in terms of the business that he's writing. So welcome to the table, Chris Sane. Chris, are you there? Yeah, sorry, I was trying to play with my mouth. I wasn't moving. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello, Chris. Good to see you, my friend. Ni hao. Ni hao. <laughs> uh-huh. Would you like a drink before we start? Oh, yes, please, if I can. What, what, what would you like today? The full range of options available from the captain's cellar. What would you like, Chris? <laughs> Some fruit juice would be great. Fruit juice. I can arrange that for you. Just one moment. Give me a little juice there. There we go. And I'll pour one for myself. <laughs> Lovely. There we go, Chris. Well done. Thank you. Nice. Good to have you on board. Welcome to the table. Now, as I said, Chris, you've done some outstanding things over the past few months and you've, you've rapidly grown the business uh, from starting up last year. How has that experience been for you? And uh, have you met the expectations that you might have gone in uh, when you started the business with? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, I was, I guess... At the beginning, I was I was expecting about six months of gap from my previous job uh, to the new MoneyQuest franchise. So at the beginning, I was expecting that to happen. So um, because we ha- had a had a um, had some really good ex- uh, um, relationship with uh, with some uh, ref- referrals. Uh, for, to that extent, I w- um, I was trying to develop. Um, relationship again with them with the new product um, and also I can access to a better range of product now more lenders as well other, other than just ramps so yeah the, the time took me to develop that relationship again was about three to six months I guess and everything come back quite all right and um, I really like the culture in money quite so far uh, with the whole team, everyone has been very helpful. Um, you, Simone, Simon, Julian, Jules, um, and Dean, Michael, everyone has been really, really helpful. 
Um, yeah, I really like the experience so far with, uh, with everything. Oh, it's great that you feel that way about the business. Uh, what about your background, Chris? You mentioned uh, you've had some time with Rams. Can you just share your story in terms of uh, from where you came to end up at MoneyQuest? Yeah, so I was I was uh, right before, prior to joining MoneyQuest, I was in Rams for almost five years, four and a half years. Um, over there, I was a home loan manager. I was, I was doing the same thing, um, but I guess the... Um, I was only doing I was only doing Rams product instead of doing whole range of products uh, dealing with so many different lenders. Um, I was um, basically, as probably some people know, Rams was self-employed um, focused. Um, therefore, my uh, my uh, my knowledge um, is mature. Actually, my network is mainly about self-employed customers. That's why MoneyQuest attracted me as well. Um, yeah, I had the experience for four and a half years, dealt with low dock, full dock, pretty much everything, complex deals, construction, everything with Rams. Um, yeah, well, that was my experience with Rams. And prior to that, I was um, I was in the uh, in, in ANZ, Westpac, and Beyond Bank for five, five years as a bank manager in Westpac. Yeah, I just had some mixed experience with, uh, with all different banks, yeah. So you've had an extensive experience within the industry per se, banking and finance. What is it about broking in particular that attracted you? And has that view that maybe you had at that time changed at all over the past eight or nine months as you've grown more in, into the role and, and expanded your business? Well, I guess, I guess the main thing between a broker and, and a banker or what we call home loan manager in, in, any, in any brand, uh, is that I can have access to uh, to a lot a lot a lot more lenders, a lot of resources for me to suss out for the customers, uh, so I can provide better better services to my customers and range of, uh, and full range of products. Uh, I guess that's the main thing. Why well, that's the main reason why I just decided to join a broker instead of just working for one one brand. Um, um, yeah, I guess um, that's um, that's what drove me to uh, to MoneyQuest. Mm. To that, that's a fairly common sort of response for a lot of people coming in and what they find. Now, you mentioned that you specialise or tend to specialise in self-employed clients and providing solutions for them. Do you find that many self-employed or some self-employed clients have a particular need for guidance uh, and someone to, to assist them through the process because their circumstances tend to be somewhat more complicated perhaps than a standard borrower? Yeah, I guess, I guess um, self-employed in general, they are a bit more complex than standard PAYG customers given the nature of, their, given the nature of what they're doing. Um, um, their needs, no, I think their needs are pretty much similar to what the uh, what PAYG customers are. Uh, apart from that, I guess sometimes the um, I think their income verification is slightly different, and also um, understanding and reading tax return, all this kind of stuff, give give me a bit uh, give, give me a bit practice in accounting area as well, how to understand them and things like that. Um, 
and some of these customers, um, I guess the good thing about these customers, they are, they're long, in, in general, their loan, loan size is a little bit bigger because their, um, their income stream is stronger um, and better than, than most of the PAYG customers. Uh, and sometimes, I guess this is to all the customers as well, a lot of them are dealing, having, wants to do home loans and a unit trust and family trust and um, hybrid trust sort of um, structure to, to buy investment property or small development and things like that. That's quite common. Um, yeah, I guess the overall, uh, in general, their income, income structure is slightly different, understanding, um, understanding um, all of these takes a bit of time. Um, but yeah, I got my way through it. So, yeah. Well, it's good to have a specialty and that's the way you generate a reputation. If you've given good results to people uh, and they trust what you've done and your advice and the expertise that you offer, then they will tell people, their colleagues, their, their associates, and then hopefully that leads to a greater level of business for you. Now, you also mentioned, and I do know, that you've established and continue to look to grow your referral network. It's quite a large one. And you've you found a, a lot of success in generating leads that way. Can you tell us a little bit about how you've gone about growing that network and identifying referrers who are going to be a, a positive partner for you? Well, I... And like the beginning when I was in Rams, I don't do cold calling anymore. Luckily, I don't have to. Um, I hate that time, to be honest. But now, now I guess, because it's more about reputation now. Um, after we deal with one referral, I guess the, the, gold, the golden referral will be accountants. Um, and sometimes um, accountants, some, um, some real estate agents, other than that, I do have a lot of uh, broker referrals as well to give my to give me business since they don't have the access to um, MoneyQuest product. I mean, they do, but our product is actually more competitive than the standard ResZet product. Um, and also, um, to to um, to some extent, I guess I guess it's really about what we do because I mainly look after self-employed customers. 90, 95 to 97 percent of the customers are self-employed. Therefore, my reputation out there is about self-employed. And in this, um, in the community of, in this Chinese community, I guess there are not many um, people are only doing self-employed products. That's why my reputation is out there. I'm specialising in that, and I'm I'm good at it because I had that experience and. Um, achievement and also my success rate to applications is out there. Um, people know me. Um, that's how I spread out my my reputation a bit. And also, of course, by um, by actually uh, apply and be successful to applications for customers, and they trust me. And all the all the referrals trust me as well. Yeah, because out there a lot of brokers they don't really know how to do a self-employed product. And some, some of them don't bother to do it because they have enough BOIG customer to busy to busy about. They'd rather just refer, to, um, just push, uh, push it to my way, and I can help them in a better way to provide them to provide them with a better customer service as well. So it's really all about confirming your background, your knowledge, your expertise, which is one thing. It's easy to say that, 
but backing it up with results because nothing speaks better than satisfied outcomes that you can prove and people will endorse what you've done and therefore your reputation grows and grows. There's nothing, nothing speaks stronger nothing special. than, nothing than special. results. Yes, yeah. results on the board. So, yeah. so well done for that. Thank now, you. I know you've also been busy the last few weeks uh, in setting up a new office. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, haven't, I haven't really had time to focus on deals. I haven't submitted many deals and referrals have been chasing me for some applications. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, bit hard for me to get everything done at the same time. But, but the office is pretty much all set up now. Uh, I will just be waiting for the for the for the reception wall to be set up, and then I can get Jules to come in to have a look at the um, branding and marketing and all that, all that kind of stuff. So, what prompted the change or, or the decision for you to uh, to find new premises and uh, and go through all the uh, all the drama that goes with that? Uh, it's a big decision. So, what prompted that? I think it's a good time now to negotiate a deal during COVID-19 period for commercial properties. Um, so I took that chance. Plus, this is what I always wanted to, to be anyway. Um, I didn't have an office by myself, and, but I sort of having that office joined together with an accountant was because that was, that, that was my referrer. We had a relationship over there. I can look after the customers, uh, each other's customer, you know, close the position. At the same time, um, you know, um, that was COVID-19. I didn't really have the time or requirement to do that when I was working at home. And now is the time I think, you know, go out and um, be more professional. When customer walk into the office, they have a better feeling about what we're doing. Um, trust or not, a lot of customers gave me the feedback, even including referrers. When they step into the new office, they, they just feel more, they feel a lot a lot better than what I was doing before. Like they, they worked in the in the office, in the old cozy office before they were they came in, there was a meeting room, but they were just one customer just tell just told me, my when I walk into that office, if I didn't know you, if I didn't know you how to do do your things, I'd be feeling walk out of that office straight away. <laughs> That's why I decided to open up my own, you know, get it done now, uh, immediately. So when I can interview more customer now, to give them a better feeling about professionalism and my what I'm doing and everything. It just adds to your substance, doesn't it? It just presents that full picture that you're serious about your business. There's an yeah. element of success because here's my here's my office, so I must be doing well. <clears throat> and it just, even subconsciously within your client's mind, it just cements with them the fact that they're dealing with someone who's who's a and a serious player in this in this sector and and that you are someone that deserves respect because of what you're doing yeah 100 100 percent. and what about some of the challenges you face chris what have you learned this year that perhaps uh, uh you didn't anticipate or some of the hurdles you've had to climb over uh what what lessons have come along the way so far well the hardest thing for me i guess is just to transition to become a PAYG look after my own bucket now i have to look after the whole business overall i have to look after compliance um you know like marketing and um hiring and everything all together especially with you know all the commission and i have to look after my accounting side of stuff and find the right accountant to look after stuff um yeah i just have to take a lot of time to look after everything while I still have to get all the deals to coming through the door. Time management is, is, uh, is a big thing for me. 
I'm still trying to get everything organized, even though now um, I'm, I'm in a better position because I've hired a new two admin person to look after everything. Um, but I'm still struggling a little bit um, with email, replying email on time and promptly and quickly. That's my problem. But that, yeah, I guess I'm just slowly managing everything. <laughs> and, and because I, I really, you know, I really want to submit more deals than, um, than what I can. Assume. Well, that will come. Actually. That will come. Yeah. So just finally for you, uh, Michael was talking about planning and, and having goals and uh, outcomes for this year. Uh, if we're having a chat at this time in 2022, where do you want your business to be at that stage? Um, at this stage, I guess I'd, I'd be hoping to have, let's say, let, let's talk about dollar value. I guess I'll be aiming to have 100, 150 mil around that much to, to be settled by 2020, yeah, 2022, or maybe more. That's my goal. Um, I'm hoping to have. Well, my, my, I'm hoping to achieve, I set, set up a five-year goal for myself. I'm hoping to achieve maybe um, one billion around that much, or maybe slightly less, I guess. I'm just hoping the best that I can to give myself a hard target to reach. When I reach the maybe even half, I'll be happy about it. No, it's good to have targets that stretch you and, and keep you focused. Uh, if it's too easy to attain, and you don't necessarily appreciate it and you don't put in that extra effort. So great for you to, to have those ambitious outcomes on your, on your target board. So you're obviously taking the steps to get there, Chris, and, uh, and congratulations for the success you've had to date. So uh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. <clears throat> Not without your help, everyone's help. Thank oh, you. well, look, we're all part of a family here. We help each other. That's part of the proposition of buying into MoneyQuest. You've got a great uh, access to... Uh, the resources and the great network we have as well. We, we help each other and share our story. So thank you for sharing your story today. I hope the rest of the group has found it interesting and there's a great example of what's possible in a relatively short time and sticking to the plan and making the big decisions when, when it's appropriate to do that. So well done, Chris, uh, and we'll continue to watch your, your journey towards greater success with a lot of interest. And thanks for sharing your story today. Thank you so much. Chris, can That's I from the table? Can I lead off with uh, two questions and then throw it open? Yeah. Chris, can you maybe outline for the benefit of everybody? Back in your early days, you touched on you used to do cold calling for referrers mm -hmm. um, and you don't have to do it now because your phone's ringing. But how did you approach that cold call? What did you say and how did you manage to win them over when you met them? Oh, well, <laughs> I guess um, um, it's um, when I first started in Rams, I was, I was just basically doing Google search, searching accountants, local accountants in Blackburn area. And, um, and also, um, I guess, in, within Chinese community, we are look at, at some website in um, uh, some Chinese website. They, they have all the accountants listing their information and everything. I just grabbed the number and called them. I was, I, because I, I had no, I, I had nothing to lose. <laughs> I just give them a call and say, you know, this is my, what I, this is what I'm doing. And I guess 95% of chance you get, you get people to say, oh yeah, well, good. I've got your contact details. If I require anything, I'll give you a call, but they never call you back. 
yeah. and then um, and then I guess uh, WeChat is a very powerful tool. Uh, even though Trump administration is which is gone, doesn't really didn't really like it. But I um I, I've got my most of the business out there because um, we have group in there. Um, depends on how many people. Um, I guess up to five hundred people in one group. I was just putting my name out there occasionally. Put it put up advertisement just saying this is Chris. I'm Chris and Rams. What I'm doing. Rough introduction. Every now and then send out advertisement like that and then. Now, one day I, I just had some people calling me and ask me about one, I guess my first deal started from a, a referrer. I wanted to do some low dog for actually for a development site, which was settling, had about 300 apartments in there. That was my first big one and started from there on. Because once you have some um, successful stories, they'll just keep coming in. And then referred by one customer to uh, customers, refer to referrers, and also the once you, I guess, Rams was spreading out their their reputation as well. Um, then I just had so many people coming in calling me. That's that's it. And now I don't have to do it anymore. But I reckon the lesson there, Chris, is um, the pain pointed at the beginning, and after yeah. that, you're feeling very comfortable. But but the lesson for everyone should be that. You knew that 95% might not want to see you, but you kept ringing and ringing and ringing until you got at least one or two that would deal with you. You didn't give up. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah, that was the same philosophy I had when I was dating girls. I would, I would honestly, I, if, if I stop after getting rejected 20 times, it'd be it. But you just keep going, keep going, and then one says yes. But you can't stop, right? Um, the other thing, as for you saying, I want to hit a billion-dollar loan book um, in five years, I love that. In the 1980s in the bank, we used to call that a BHAG a big, hairy, audacious goal. And it's actually really good to have a BHAG in your business. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong aiming, what do they say, aim for the stars and, you know, you, you'll reach the sky. So, yeah, that's great, Chris. Thank you for sharing all of that. And my final point is, can you stop with the office fit out and everything and start writing loans again? Because... I've copped it from the New South Wales team last month. For those of you that don't know, I'm, I do run a national business, but I am a Victorian and the New South Wales team occupied first, second, third on the podium. And they, uh, they did send out a couple of emails. So I need you to, I need you to lift a bit, Chris. Yeah, I saw it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I'll try my best. Good on you. Uh, has anyone got any questions for Chris? Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to Chris Zhang for MoneyQuest Burwood. As always, I'd like to share a few key takeaways that all businesses should be considering or better still doing. Chris and Michael talked about aiming for the stars. That BHAG, also known as the big, hairy, audacious goal, had really set a big target and really went for it. You may not always get it, but if you're not aiming for the stars, you're never going to reach them. The other thing was investing in an office and building a team, whether that be in person or virtual. So you have a business owner, 
that can focus on prospecting and marketing. And the two are very different. And obviously the customer experience, which came across from Chris's discussions very clearly. Thinking about how you will generate business. Chris started by cold calling and expecting to be rejected at least 99% of the time. He was His goal was to get three to four referrers, look after them really well and build on that. Uh, I liked that he, that he was real in that he mentioned he hated cold calling, but he knew that he had to do it. These are all things that we sometimes hate doing, but if you have, you have to do it to actually grow your business. You actually have to have a plan. As Michael shared yesterday, we've got a, a one-page business plan. You need to set the goals and you need to keep yourself honest and you need to have some rocks in your week that you know that you have to do to actually build on your business. And that's not just marketing, it's also prospecting, it's cold calling, it's actually asking for business. You have a whole range of solutions. If you don't let people know that you can help them, they won't know. Anyway, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, on behalf of the team and myself, uh, have a great week. Thank you.